This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. On Money Talks, we discuss money news and take your questions about personal finance. For 15 years, we've provided free financial information for Mississippians. I hope you can join me, Dr. Nancy Lotridge-Anderson, co-host of Money Talks, Tuesdays at 9 a.m. or anytime on our podcast. From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein, here with Pam Pibus, ASHE Certified Inspector at Inspector Like a Girl, Like a Girl, and Licensed Contractor Jeff Sammons from Housework. Sorry, I slur sometimes when I speak. <laughs> I, I don't actually drink before I go on the air, but it does sound It's like, the heat. It is. I hide temps. <laughs> Working us out outside. Send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Now, Pam went to go see our uh, our uh, northern neighbors and had, a, I think, a high of 72 the whole high time. High was 72. So where were you, Pam? I was up on the Georgian Bay. Yeah, so we don't even know what you're yeah, – I mean, right. that could be no, in, we like, don't, we don't yeah, know where that St. Louis? What are you talking that, about? Yeah, is that, like, down, down south yeah, somewhere? That's like Where my, is that? That's my daddy says. It's north of Canton. Right, yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> for those of us for – for our listeners who don't – anyway, that's a northern suburb of Jackson. Right. Um, no, this is uh, three and a half hours north of Toronto. Oh, in Canada. In Canada. So I was, I fly into Canada. My buddy picks me up. He's got a little island up there on the Georgian Bay. So we we drive three and a half hours. What kind of people do you know, Pam? I'm telling you, this guy has, he and his wife are just big, big buddies of mine. And she was traveling. And so I went up for a couple of weeks and hung out with him, did a little fishing, did a little kayaking. It was it was pretty nice, and the the morning that I left, it was uh, fifty nine in the wow. morning well, when I, tell I woke you what, up. Every time I held a weed eater while you were gone, I thought about you. Not, I just it was so brutal while you're gone. I can't think of a more perfect I, I, thing to look, do. It was like somebody told me the other day, and this this really made it really describes it very well. You know when you're cooking biscuits and uh-huh. you open up the oven after it's preheated and that hits you yes that's what it felt that's like that's what it feels like walking yeah. outside yeah. i mean you know look i'm, I'm in my truck I'm, it's 65 degrees blowing as cold as it can blow right and you get out to go walk in a house and it's just like this is unbelievable. This right. is it. Really is. It's just well. I was uh, now. I'm booked up solid. I mean, we are so busy right now. But yesterday, I had a crawl space. Uh-huh. Okay, and so my favorite thing to do whenever I have a crawl space in this weather uh-huh. is to kick that air conditioner way down yeah. because I know when I get under there's that house, be some leaks. there's leaks in the ductwork. <laughs> That's right. right. And sure enough, I was I was crawling along and I crawled over a specific duck and it just whoosh. Yeah. It hit oh, really? Me and I looked. up over and the duct was completely broken that's right <laughs> and you're like god bless you you need a repair here yes i that, was like that, oh that this friendly, is awesome that friendly ra- raccoon <laughs> that's been tipping your garbage can over right. when he's done with that he goes gets in the air and, right yeah they get in <laughs> and there. eat your ductwork. let me tell you a raccoon story now so i was um sitting up in canada and my buddies he's on an island so there's no light pollution out there at all you can see the milky way oh yeah it's wow. just it's unbelievable and i love to get in this reclining chair and sit out on his deck, pop back and watch the stars at night. Right. And it was right during a meteor shower. So I'm going boom, 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 watching all these meteors. And all of a sudden I hear, tick, 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 
Oh, yeah. And I turned on my flashlight and turned around, and a mama and four babies. Yeah. Oh, wow. Were walk- they walked. I think they went right under my chair. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was crazy. And I was like, oh, I think I'm going to go inside Oh, well, they're not worried now. about you. No, they were not. <laughs> they, were, they were not worried about me. But, yeah, that was funny. They were stargazing, That's fantastic that, that I can go in my backyard and find one of those critters, and you went to Canada and found one. Oh, well, I found, yeah. listen, I found raccoons. I found there was a snake going across. We found a rabbit. Yep. There's a huge rabbit on one of the islands. A lot of bald eagles, loons. Oh, wow. I went to Canada and found two bear. Nice. Oh, that's about all you need to find. I brought yeah. them back with me. Did you wow. really? Yes. Yeah. Amazing. Yes. I've seen some bear. My bear story in Canada, I'm out on a kayak one day, and across the water, I'm like, I didn't know they had pigs in Canada. So I'm, I'm like... Going over there too, and I got about within about fifteen feet. And I was like, "Holy cow, that's a bear!" Yeah, that's a pig. <laughs> Turn around. I was backpedaling like crazy. I was sitting there, kind of, kind of like dream shopping with my wife this weekend, and, and she was looking at, you know, uh, folks are going for a different look in 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 appliances these days. Oh yeah, and and one of the things that they're doing is making the appliances look retro. Right. Yep. And and but I was looking at these appliances and I looked at one of them and it's by a reputable brand. And 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 uh, but I saw it. I looked at it. and I thought, you know what? If you take all the pretty off of this, here's a standard fridge with a top freezer on it, like a 1980s refrigerator. It's nothing special. There's nothing to it. You could buy the same fridge for $300 elsewhere or right. $2,200 with this sure. cool paint yeah, job on it. Yeah, on the it. retro. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah, they're expensive. And and so so anyway, that got me to thinking, I, I, I came across something one time that it was DIY, and I wanted to mention it because it was just so cool. Uh, my wife was gravitating towards this 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 red retro um, uh, refrigerator, you know, it's really cool looking. There's a like brand a, called Unique, I think. Unique Retro. Oh, really? Because I've, I've looked at them too. Yeah. It's really cool looking. But anyway, uh, you know, something that one can do if you're thinking about uh, your appliances, and then you know, after years and years, um, looks do change on appliances. But if you've got good appliances, they don't necessarily have to have to change you know if you've got a good washer that's been there forever it works great and you don't want to spend any more money one thing i've noticed lately is people using vinyl meaning you can get uh, the same kind of vinyl that they use as wraps on cars uh it's also the same exact kind of stuff that you use as a tent on a window it is rolled vinyl and you can change the color and or look of your appliances completely huh it, and it looks fantastic. If you if you'll if you'll Google that today and look at uh, an appliance. What do I Google exactly? Appliance vinyl. Yeah, yeah. You can you can Google just that. You have to do that. You, um, but, <laughs> he's over there with his iPad. Right, he's got his iPad. Just like go. But but anyway, I thought it was a neat idea. I looked it up myself. Found like and you, like if you want to make your refrigerator chrome, you can do that. If you want to make it purple, do it. I mean and it. It doesn't cost that. It's just vinyl. I wonder if you can, um, um, when you do something like that, can you change the handles on it as well? I, you know, I'm, I'm not sure. I, I, it is neat though. I saw a dishwasher. I saw a stove that was like, I'm telling you guys, it was like a 1990s hot point. 
you know, mm-hmm. nothing, mm-hmm. you know, just normal stove. You know what? And it I'm, looks so cool. I, I'm telling you right now. <laughs> you this looking is, at it? This is not expensive. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. This is not expensive at all. What kind of prices are you looking at over oh, there, Jeff? Oh, I'm looking anywhere from, you know, $30 to $100. Right, right. To, to, to get, put this funnel um, on your... Now, I just found something that's going on my on my house in Bay St. Louis. Would you find it? I wish y'all could see oh, it. Oh, nice. Now, yeah. is, it, is it not beautiful? He's, yeah. All right. Yeah. So what he's got is a, a mural, pretty perfect much. palm tree refrigerator magnet, magnet skin. skin. So there, oh, there All right. All in. And, and that's, uh, what is that? That's that's a that's $100. All right. Well, there you go. Well, there you go. Change the whole look. Well, I came home from Canada and my milk was warm. Well, First of all, you left milk for two weeks in Canada. That means your power went out or refrigerator went out. Well, I thought, you know, so I had those same thoughts. And mine is a 1995 Kenmore. Oh, I've had this baby has just, I mean, it's been awesome. But I thought, okay, it's time. Well, come to find out the, the refrigerator was warm, but the freezer was freezing. Come to find out, the door had been left. Well, some of the folks that were staying in the house had left the door uh, cracked. Oh, And no. the freezer was working overtime, so the refrigerator wouldn't work right. Uh, and I was a little disappointed. Yeah. Because I was like, well, I was thinking about getting a new refrigerator, but now I guess i got to keep it. Now, now you just have to close the door. Now I'm just going to go buy some vinyl. Pam, this, <laughs> yeah. is a, this is a perfect opportunity. Remember the the life hack we've got here uh, take a take a solo cup, fill it up with water, put your coin on top of it, freeze the water, uh-huh. put your coin on, on top, top of it, put it in your freezer. You're gone for how many weeks, and you come back. If that coin is, is on the bottom, bottom, is on the bottom, yeah. you know that freezer went out, and you need to throw everything away. Yeah. Well, let me tell you, there were people living in my house while I was gone, and if yeah. the power had gone out, I would have known. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they would have let me know. But I did that down in my country place. Yeah, and, I do too. Yeah. I, I do it. If you're it's not going to be there. Yeah. Now, did you say at one point? I think I've heard one of you say that you've done this before, where you put the 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 coin on top of the ice. That's right. And someone, one of you guys, told me at one point you can actually come back and find the coin midway through the ice. Well, yeah, there, there again, it that that power it was off a that, that that freezer went off at some point. So, right. so then at that point, uh, is my stomach strong enough to take the bacteria? Right. No. Okay. Uh, probably not. Probably <laughs> not. I'm going to throw all the stuff out. I am too. Right. I'm just delighted to know I can get vinyl that because I've been shopping refrigerators. You know, I, know. I was looking at because I have to have a specific size. And Jeff, are you guys having a hard time getting appliances? For a while, they were. It was a backup. No, but we we're windows seem to be a problem Still now. Still having problems really? with windows. Well, it, we didn't, and it's now back. and now all of a sudden uh, they're they're lagging a little bit. Hmm. But I do understand there's a problem in the. Panama Canal getting ships through. So, Again? I, yeah, I, I, I don't yeah. know what's going on. So, uh, before we go to our first break, I want to throw you guys a softball that we got here that, that I, I thought this was uh, really neat and you guys could knock it home. If I want to remodel mostly just modernized 1970s kitchen and baths, do I need to talk to a designer or simply tell a contractor what I want? Man, you know, that's the. That's the question I have been struggling with for 30 years. Yeah. Okay. Why is that? Well, it's, it's, 
Um, a couple things I've learned. Mm-hmm. What is in my mind that mm-hmm. I think would work perfectly right. is probably not in the mind of the owner. Correct. Right. So I'm focused on refrigerator here, sink here, dishwasher, bam, bam, bam. Right. They're focused on turquoise cabinets or right. something. Right. I have no idea <laughs> what they're focused on. Mm-hmm. So I learned I learned early on get put that monkey on someone else's back. Be it the homeowner, be it the you know, the uh-huh. wife, the husband, the sister, the decorator. I don't care. Right. It's not going on my back. Give them the, the palette of colors and say go. Here, yeah. I, I can't tell you how many times I've had customers tell me, well, just paint it white. Uh-huh. Well, there's only 100 shades of white. Right. Which shade would you like? <laughs> okay. You know. All right. Something so, I would never have thought of. Well, it's, it's I, I want to do what I do. Right. I want to remodel. I want someone else being the designer, decorator. That's true. I would say if I were to pay someone to remodel my home and then go in and go, I was thinking of more of the yellow sort of white right instead of there, the blue right. sort of white. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Okay. Is there And there's a profession, and this was new to me, Jeff. I learned a couple of years ago that there's a difference between a designer and an architect. That's right. Absolutely. So, you know. Our, our company that that draws our house plans they are not architects they are designers designers mm-hmm. so now there are some subdivisions that require architect so which would require an architect stamp on the set of plans where would a consumer go to find a designer if they if you've got a 1970s type house where would they go to find somebody to help them there are a couple of uh, design places, you know, I mean, around, I know in in each of the metropolitans around Mississippi, you can find places that are professional designers. Yeah, that I, I, I would, I would go to someone that designs uh, houses. If you can design a house, you can design a kitchen. Right. At least you better be able to. Mm-hmm. You know, I like that better than I like my interior decorator. Now, let's don't take away from the interior decorator. Right. I, I'm i not going to hire an interior decorator to be my designer, if that makes sense. Right. I, I want my designer to design, and then I want my inter- interior decorator to put the pretty on it. Okay. You all right? My, 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 my person that's going to draw my plans is going to tell me where to put everything. Right. And then my designer is going to tell me where to, where what colors to paint and and so on. So can you go? It used to be you could go to the big box stores and sit down with them, and they would do that. I wonder if they're still doing that. Hey, well, everyone will sell you everything. Well, so, I mean, they'll sit down and you can t- actually take. Because I did this a million years ago with photographs and yeah. you know, and they kind of put things and place things so you can kind of get an idea. I tell you what, one thing you can do is there are there are just a bunch of apps to use computer mm-hmm. programs things like that and 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 no you wouldn't necessarily you would want to show that to your designer contractor someone like this and say hey i have an idea it yeah. looks something like this yeah kind can of you work build in, on that can you work in there yeah. Yeah. yeah and i think a lot of consumers are going to be doing that because you know all this free money we got during the pandemic and people bought these houses mm-hmm. they're not going anywhere 
because they've got a kick-ass, excuse me for that, um, <laughs> we'll, we'll bleep that out in the podcast, sorry about that. Shoot, that's uh, going on a promo. Okay, <laughs> but they've got, um, they've, they've got a great mortgage rate, and so they're not going to probably move for a while, so they'll redesign. Right. I do want to pick on Pam one one little minute. Um, I I don't know where free money is. Yeah, well, right, uh, I promise I mean, you, it's not free. It's not free. <laughs> We're about to get into politics, and that's a great time to take a break. All right, guys. Uh, so, an email I got here that is, I'm not sure, Jeff. I installed a daylight bright dimmable LED cam lights in the ceiling of my living room person says now when the lights are turned on static becomes unbearable on radio and on my portable phones hmm what can i do those led cam lights were not cheap (laughs) uh there is a ground problem somewhere in that pam what why in the world why would it do that interfere with the with your radio I think it's. A, it, 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 there's a bunch of open mouths right now. I, I know you can't see that on the radio, but everybody's kind of. I think it's a problem with the with the radio. I don't think it's a problem with the lights. Okay, read what's they yeah, have re- problem read that with their question again. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What's okay. The problem. I installed daylight bright dimmable LED cam lights in the ceiling of my living room. Okay. Okay. Now, when the lights are turned on, static becomes unbearable on radio and on my portable phones what can i do those led cam lights were not cheap you know what this i i, I feel like i know what I this know. is I, it's, it's out of my wheelhouse think think about this uh back in the day let's let's go back to early 2000s here okay. all right do you remember you take an older cell phone and you'd set it by a monitor yeah and it would make that monitor kind of blip yeah you remember that so we're talking frequencies here right um, this is a, this is a radio guy question. Oh yeah. Uh, well, I, I'm thinking I'm thinking that that this is a a uh, if it's if it's affecting how a radio might run. Yeah, it's got to be projecting a frequency or something like that. So. You know uh, what? I probably where I would start on something like this is no. I would if if you installed them yourself. Mm-hmm. I would try to pull out that dimmer switch and put in just a regular toggle and see if that doesn't solve yeah. it. Well, and if yeah, you try that, and maybe if you installed a the lights without changing out that dimmer switch that was originally for an incandescent switch, that could be it. Too. They do not work the same. They don't work the same. No, no. Like a dimmer for an old lighting system and a dimmer for an LED system work on different. Yeah, I'm not a, to be honest, folks, I am just not a big fan of dimmer switches. Really? Why is that? Well, they get hot. Um, I, you know. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, huh. they, they get really hot. So it just, I mean, they're they're kind of made to do that. I, I worried about it at first. When I first started inspecting, I would go in and touch a switch and I was like, my God, that's hot. You know what? Really? Uh, Google's amazing. What? Um, <laughs> the LED lights emit too much electromagnetic radiation. When, when, when they are connected to the same bandwidth as other electrical devices, this causes interference. It is also possible that the LED lights interfere with the radio through the wiring. Hmm. Now, it's not giving me a solution. It's giving me the problem. Right. Um, but that's what the, this guy did too. 
Well, hang on. Right. Well, so, I wonder if we'll you let could Jeff just do uh, some research. Because on these fixtures, you're dealing with, does the fixture come with the bulb, or is it something that you buy separately? You know what? And there's also some things out there. Nowadays, you can replace the entire can, or you can just put kind of a thing up in there and screw it into the old can Mm -hmm. and make it look like a can light. Well, did he do the fixture? Oh, no, I say he. Did they do the fixture, or did they just do the bulbs? Let's see. He said he bought the fixture. Installed dimmable LED cam lights. Yeah, in the ceiling of my a, living room. There, yeah, there's a there's a retro, right that, that that screws right in that socket. Right, right. Um, yeah, you know, it sounds like. And let me tell you, this really kind of speaks to the smart houses we've got now. Uh huh. And all of this stuff that's running through the house to tell it, you know, it's going to my what to do my doorbell at the front door, and now I can get a refrigerator, and you, you know, do you guys remember uh, back in the nineties? I'm serious about this. Back in the 90s, um, uh, uh, Microsoft, um, I'm, I'm losing the name right now, the head of Microsoft. Bill oh, Gates. Uh, Bill Gates. Bill Gates, you guys remember when he first got married and they built this giant house and they, yep. and they, and they wired it up to make it a smart home back yes. in the 90s. And the big joke was that it was running Windows and it would reboot and, you know, get blue screen of death and everything else. It's so weird because that was so uh, sci-fi at the time right. that you would walk in and say, turn the lights on and the lights would come on. Sure. We were like, man, that's Star Trek. So, anyway. Well, now you just go, Alexa, turn on the lights. Right, right. <laughs> Alexa, dim the lights. <laughs> All right. We got EJ on the line right now in Waynesboro and uh, uh, how she has solved a light problem. EJ, you with us? Yes. Yes. When uh, I had my house updated, I had the same problem with those can lights and the cell phone and the radio. Really? And what, yeah, what I went with. That was not a cheap solution, but it it has solved the problem. I went with a uh, sound system in my home that was professionally installed, but it is installed in the center of the house. So you still get the sound in the speakers in the rooms where the can lights are, but you do not get the static. Hmm. And you do not have a problem with the cell phone. Boy, that sounds like going around something to get to your elbow. Well, also, the short time I had to do a little bit of research on it, it was mentioning by a high-quality LED fixture as well. Really? So, yeah. Now, I'm not saying on the on our first uh, email or wherever that question right. came from that it wasn't high-quality. I'm not right. saying that. That was just one of the suggestions. Well, we don't know what the salesperson right. sold them. That's right. They may have so. thought it was high-quality. <laughs> That is such a bizarre problem. Thank you, EJ. That's that's as weird as anything we've heard, I think. And and that was an interesting solve for the problem. I've, I would not have guessed that. Yeah. Well, there there there's others, so I'll do some research. All right, EJ, thank you very much. We appreciate it. You're listening to Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with Pam Pibus, ASHE certified inspector at Inspect It Like a Girl and licensed contractor Jeff Simmons from Houseworks. And if you missed any of today's program, you can always listen back by podcast using any podcast app or the MPB public media app. So um, 
uh, an email that I got in that I wanted to talk to you guys about. This is so, uh, how do I stop or get rid of mold in the bathroom? I'm not a carpenter. When trying to identify someone to do the repairs, what should I look and listen for to make sure I'm securing the right person for the job? This I think I've had three emails in today's selections of people looking for people. Um, is, so what do we do, guys? Where do we go? Well, when you have a when you got a problem, mm-hmm. when you have a problem, mm-hmm. you've got to identify the source and what's causing the problem. Right. Because if you don't and you get somebody over there to try to fix it and they don't know what is causing it, then you've just spent a lot of money for nothing. Yeah, you, you just <laughs> pretty the thing back you're up. You're just closing your eyes and throwing the dart at the at the wall. Uh, yeah. I right. Mean, yeah. So you gotta figure out mold in a bathroom could be any number of things. It could be a water leak. Yeah. It could be Poor ventilation. It could be, um, you know, a shower pan leak. It could Mm be, I mean, there's just all kinds of things. And you can go in there and clean it up all you want to. But if you don't solve the water problem... It'll just come back. It's just going to come back. A lot of times, this is what what we we see some. You're in there, you're taking the shower. um, Steam is everywhere. When you leave the room, what do you do? You turn the fan off. You turn the light off, which also is connected to the fan because you want to save that two and a half cents. Right. Okay? Right. Leave that fan running. At least, what, Pam, 30 minutes? I do. I've got a timer switch on my fan. So when I go in, it's set at 30 minutes. Just because you're done and you're dried off and you're ready. Doesn't mean the room's dry. The room is not dry yet. Right. So leave that fan going. Um, If you're bathroom is big enough put a ceiling fan in there move that air boy that's weird you know i mean that's a that's a that's a hard i'm sitting here thinking about doing that myself i'm like mm-hmm. do that do i do that when i walk out of the bathroom do i actually leave everybody it? does and i'm like no i don't leave the fan on you don't leave right. anything on right my dad will get mad at me exactly yeah. right. born in a barn <laughs> right yeah, yeah another thing there are there there are high qualities of everything right right, right. Cars, clothes, everything. Right. Uh, a ventilation fan in the bathroom, same way. Okay. You can buy a low quality and you can buy a high quality. High quality seems like in this particular situation it might save money in the long run. It, it is best. Okay. Well, and then it needs to be installed right. I, I did a, an inspection yesterday on one of the prettiest remodels I've ever seen. Got up in the attic, and they had those really high-end uh, yep. canister, canister yep. light vents, yep. you know, mm-hmm. where yep. you can't I even hear those. them. I love yeah. those. I mean, they're awesome. The CFM yes. on them is just enormous. Yes. And so <laughs> I get up in the attic, and there's insulation on top of them. Oh. They're not venting anything. Right. By the way, hang on. Before we move on, CFM. What is it? It's CFM is cubic feet per minute per minute right. of air that is being moved. A good rule of thumb in an average size bathroom is 150 CFMs. And you know so. how the how the home inspector tests it. If if I can get up there, sometimes in an older house the ceiling's not so high. But oh, I want to guess. I want to guess. Go ahead. You hold a ladder up to it. You well, you can, or a string of toilet paper. A string of toilet paper? Yeah, you turn your fan on and you go up there with some toilet paper. If it holds the toilet paper to the ceiling, it's working. Uh-huh. <laughs> I would have never thought of that. If you don't, I mean, because I'm not going to light a match in somebody's house. Yes, I'm just I mean, looking for reasons to blow up. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> Santana is on the line in Madison. What's going on, man? 
starting to have um, after you have work and you begin to have problems then I would certainly get an electrician in there to kind of diagnose. Once again, we need to diagnose what the problem is. But if they changed around some wiring inside your panel and now you're having problems um, I, to, if I had to guess, if you had, if they were changing some things around and they double lugged a neutral then you're going to start having problems. And Santana, uh, uh, I will also say that that I'm not sure when we're talking about the 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 electrical panel in your home that that's where we need our handyman. No, that's where I think we need a right electrician. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I understand now and appreciate that very much. <laughs> yeah, I'd go ahead and call an electrician and ask him to come take a look at it because you don't want to mess around with electrical folks. Yeah. You just don't. I, I mean, you know, I remember when Jeff first started here and uh, so much of your work was house fires, Jeff. Oh, yeah, that's right. And it, it, it's just terrifying. It's, yeah. a, it's amazing the amount of houses that catch on fire in, in this day and time. For shoddy electrical, right. you know. Yeah, and old electrical, too, and that's why we will actually put in our reports. If the house is over 30 years old, even if we don't find specific electrical issues, right. go ahead and get an electrician and take a look at it. Yep. It's 30 years old. Right. So, you know, everything's got a shelf life. Well, you know what, and uh, let me just continue on with the same thing that we that, that this, like I said, we had all these emails. Uh, here's another one. We have a few small repairs needed around our home, such as repairing holes, doors, floors, you know, things around just have to sure. be repaired over time. Uh, uh, can you all please help me to locate and or recommend a good, reliable handyman? Boy, if we could. Yeah. Uh, mm. if, if we could re- recommend a good, reliable handyman. First of all, uh, this person would never have time for you because they would well, always be working. You know, here's gosh, and I really don't know how to say this without getting in. I've already been in trouble cut, today. Cut, Go ahead. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. Well, don't curse on the air, Pam. Now, okay, <laughs> nothing wrong with hiring a handyman at all. Right. Okay. Any job under ten thousand dollars in the state of Mississippi, they do not have to be licensed. Now. But it is still up to the consumer to do their due diligence, mm-hmm. okay? Now, do not take this the wrong way. I am not beating up on a handyman. But work the handyman the same way you would work your contractor that's going to build your house, going to build, that's going to redo your kitchen. What do you, what do you mean by that, Jeff? Okay. Call the customer they are currently working for right now. I want to know where they're working today. Well, or at least their last customer. Of course. Yeah. yeah, I'm working for Mrs. Here's her phone number. Call her. I mean, do do your due diligence. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, 
you need a handyman. You don't need a a fault a, show enough a, contractor. Yeah, you don't need a construction contractor right, yeah, to yeah. come to, to fill a patch in a wall. Right. Yeah. But by the same token, do your homework. And what I would do too, and I was actually having this conversation with a client the other day. Get a list of things that you want done. Please. You know, and have that list. Please. And then with all of the online stuff that mm-hmm. we've got now, you can go on there like Nextdoor app. I need such yep. and such done. And sure. you'll get 500 responses from neighbors and people in the area. Right. You'll also find out who they don't like. <laughs> yes, you will. Real quick. Yeah. Um, but uh, again, I stand by my... I want to know where you're at. Right. right. I want to know who you're working for. Right. Well, and if, and, and, and that, that, that's legit. Oh, yeah. Well, on Nextdoor, what they're doing is they're going to, the, con, the consumer that used them is going to tell you. And yes. then you could actually visit with that consumer, too. Yeah. And it's really, it is really cool to, uh, to go on and see, especially on a, on a thing like, I don't want to endorse Nextdoor by any means, but, but when you can see a neighbor that you know of and they sure. said, hey, you know, this, well, this person over here I mean, was there's, great. There's so many of them out there right well, now. Well, I was just going to mention that there are paid services out there that do this, several of them uh, that you can find out there. And what they are, folks, is they are, they're, they're larger companies who've uh, given handyman, handy people the opportunity to know who has things to fix. Sure. Yeah, another thing uh, you can do, Jeff, tell me what you think about this. You can actually go to the contractor's desk in some of these big box stores yep. and talk to those folks because they're selling the supplies to these right. people. And then you can kind of do your due diligence. But I'm going to say this, is, and I learned this a long time ago, if they can come tomorrow and do the work, mm-hmm. you do not want them. Probably not. Right. Well, you want to be on somebody's waiting probably, list. <laughs> yes. Yeah, another one I would like to say is that uh, I know that uh, the good of your heart does a lot of things for you, uh, but because somebody is a good guy, or right. uh, because they they they, they needed the work, they're, or, they're down on their luck. Blah, yeah, yeah, blah, blah, all blah. that it's, all that doesn't get the hole fixed. No, so yeah, unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> And I really think you can get your money's worth if you've got a nice long list of things that you want to get done instead of piecemealing it. Hmm. You know, absolutely. No, if if you were to call my company to do one thing, um, might not be worth you. It, well, hmm? I'm, I'm, I've got to charge to get there. To get there, so it's probably just a little bit more if you were to get. Five or six things for us to do versus one. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, and, and and would certainly be cheaper in the long run because you can get all your supplies. That's uh, right. Come on out. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah. All right. Um, and I would say do check the apps and things like that. There are lots of places to find handyman. It's not always. Uh, the guy down the road. Yeah, or handy woman. I know of a gal out there that does work, and she's got a long, long list of, you know. Right, right. Yeah, people that want her to come in and do some things. And uh, Suzanne is on the line in Summerall, and uh, she's got a company that wants to seal up her roof, and she wants our recommendation. Now, what do you mean, Suzanne, when you say seal up your roof? Is there a leak? No, 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 no. I have a tin roof on the house. The house is built in... I think 2016, and I was having it uh, washed not long ago, and some bats came out of the cable vent, and luckily they had 
we were washing because they had not been there very long. Like, there's not a bunch of the guano or anything in the attic, and I don't think they're up there anymore. So we sealed off the gable vents, this company did, but they said that everywhere under that roof where you see light coming in, you know, from the, I don't know what you call that top part, but... <clears throat> They said snakes can crawl up there. Uh, oh, Lord. <laughs> mice can get right, in. Right, 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 right. Rats and bats are going to probably come back. Okay. And I just don't... So so they wanted to come today, and they were going to do something where they... I don't... Probably I don't put up mesh. Well, yeah. I want to caution you on... Um, I understand what they're wanting to do. I understand that fully. We've done a lot of bat removal, uh, bat um, renovation. It is it is extremely hazardous when you start dealing with bats. Um, but do not get that roof sealed so tight that it does not have air movement. Right. Because you have not solved a problem. You've created a huge problem. Mm-hmm. Um, my opinion those bats did not leave uh, once they have made their home there uh, they're not leaving because you washed that house <laughs> um, on the bright side it is probably covered on your homeowner's insurance so uh, really? oh yeah absolutely that brought bats, me out of my sleep bats are bats are covered now and you're not going to see the the uh, droppings they're they're going to be down in between the walls exterior walls um, you you need to do you need to do some more investigation before you start sealing up a bunch of stuff and giving opinion. people money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you just basically have to block them out, right? You know. So when they say, yeah. when you say seal up, I'm I'm assuming I'm hoping they just put screening up, right? Uh, right. Okay. Right. Fine. Yeah. They did yeah. on the gable vents. They did. Okay. But, but he says he says where you can see light coming in. You know, from under the eaves or whatever, you know, these small openings that they can come through there. You know, I'm not so sure that they will. I think they're going to go to the highest point. That's kind of what they do. And they may still hang out on the outside of that screen. It's just almost impossible to get them to, to, you know, because they're homing. Yes, yes. Well, they mentioned that they're going to be there today. And I did want to point out, Jeff mentioned, you think they're out of there. But if they go and lock that thing up today with mesh, right. and they're still in there, yeah. well, then they won't survive because they don't have anything to well, eat. Well, but you're not Now we got another problem. You've got yeah. another problem because now, now, now you're killing bats and yeah, you can't do and that. You can't do that. They're in danger. <laughs> so, so, but once they, the thing you have to remember about a bat is that they come out at night. Really? Yeah. I mean, I love watching them. I, I do too. I, I love they, they, at night you, about dusk. Yeah, you can just you, zoom, you, zoom, you, zoom, you zoom. You will not zoom. have mosquitoes. No. Now I don't want them living in my house. No. Because their their uh, droppings are are toxic. Yep. Um. So we we've got to get them out of the attic, but there is a process of getting them yeah, out of. Yeah, they're that not attic. in there in the middle of the day. You know, I mean, well, no, they, no, they, they, are, they are in there. They in the are daytime. in there in the middle of the day, and then about dusk, they all leave. So that's when you seal it up. Hmm. You know, whenever they're out getting dinner. Yeah, there's there's trappers that can get them. Yeah. So. We're so glad you called, Suzanne. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, that's... and then the guy came out. And he actually is a he happens to be a veterinarian, so 
just I'm, I'm just not sure. You know, it's to the tune of about forty four hundred dollars. This thing yeah. they want. Suzanne, what I would do is I would wait. You know, why why not you know, you've you've sealed up or put some screen up, why not hit the pause button and see what happens? I, I would call my insurance agent and see if it's covered on my homeowner's policy. Yeah. Yeah, you could and I, I mean, bet you it is. Three thousand dollars more than the deductible. Yeah. <laughs> when somebody's in a hurry for me to give them my business, yeah. I'm gonna hit the pause button. Yeah. I mean, that's just me. So solid I, advice, Pam. Yeah. I hope that helped. Yeah. Paul, Paul's went agitated. <laughs> All right. We've uh, got a uh, question here. Email plastic shower stall. My plastic shower stall is leaking onto the floor behind the shower fixtures. My husband tried removing the drain, but couldn't get it unscrewed to see if the drain might be leaking. Does he need to open the wall behind the fixtures? Do they leak very often? Thanks, Sandra. Yes, yes, yes. Which part? Okay. So, concur, concur, concur. Right. So okay. it's very possible to have a valve leaking. Uh-huh. Uh, you could have a solder joint. Mm-hmm. You could have a PEX. Right. Small leak. Uh, you could have a nail. Yeah. Yeah. Into yeah. that. Into the I, I'm curious because they said their fiberglass stall is, did they say cracked? It, plastic shower stall is leaking it's onto leaking. the floor behind the shower fixture. So it sounds, it sounds yeah, like the I'm, flange. I'm almost. cutting some sheetrock out. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm doing. I'm cutting sheetrock out behind the wet wall. Right, yeah. And the wet wall would be where you turn your water on. And you're going to have to replace that anyway. That's right. So I would cut that out, and then I would be able to not only check that connection, Mm -hmm. I would also be able to check the drain. Okay. Now, if I'm lucky enough that this is on the second story, I could cut my ceiling out on the first story and look at my P-trap. Ooh, that'd be fun. So it's going to take a little bit of exploratory. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And you can also, I mean, if you've got an inspector, I, we've, we use thermal imaging. So we can there tell you, you exactly where oh, the water is. Duh. Yeah. I don't have anything that fancy. Right, yeah. right. That's just yeah. Pam. Just me. Okay. Uh, Scott's in the line on nor- in North Mississippi. He's got an issue, uh, a comment about the LED light. Oh. Scott, you with us, man? Yes, I'm here. So what's going on? Uh, yeah, uh just uh, just a thought process you know anytime you have electricity uh, going through anything there's a vibration you can't really with your hand you can't see it uh, on rare occasions you can hear it but I would be willing to bet when they change those lights out the LED if they would go back to the electrical panel and tighten every bolt on the neutral that static would pull away and I bet it's interfering with uh, pretty much everything that's on that part of the system. That 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 was one of the solutions too. Yeah. And the other one was the quality of the fixture. Uh, if you had uh, a smaller wire uh, and not 
the um, more expensive fixture, the higher quality, could also be causing that that problem. Wow. I want to say to the consumer right now, absolutely, under no circumstances, do you go home and put a screwdriver inside your electric panel. No, (laughs) I don't recommend that at all. No, 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 no. It's danger. Yeah, get an electrician to tighten those neutrals. Yeah, Yeah. but Scott, you are, I I, I do think there's very much something to that. Yeah, I think you're on to something. It's, It's hard to make that happen if if all your grounds are straight and if all your you know if everything's tight but just remember there's a all the electricity that goes through your house is going into that box yes so yeah do not put a screwdriver i wouldn't even don't do anything past flipping a breaker i i I wouldn't do it and um and I'm a builder. I wouldn't do it. No. Uh, and just because you think you've turned the breaker off, that doesn't mean you've stopped the power behind the breaker. No. Well, you, <laughs> you have just, not. You, all you've done is stop the power going to the fixture. Right. right. But there's still power running around inside that panel. Right. <laughs> Again, I'm not going to do that to save $100. No, 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 no. No. So much. It's so worth hiring a professional to do that. Yeah, for those for those sort of projects, you know, what I mean, I've I've tried my hand at some electrical as a handy person, and yeah, I'll I'll I have no problem with switching out maybe a light switch. I can I can do that, sure, and I can even do the occasional outlet ceiling fan. A yeah, light yeah, fixture. I can do those. I can do those things. But man, I I'll never forget. Um, I called. Uh, you remember Timmy, our buddy Timmy? Yeah, I called Timmy well, I bet one day. He's busy right now. Yeah, I called Timmy one day, and I'm like, man. I'm going to have to take the plate off the front of my power box. He's like, no, you're not. Right. <laughs> right. You're going to no, call somebody else. That's right. <laughs> okay. You are not going to do that. Right. All right, folks. Uh, Fix It 101 is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting Think Radio and is funded by the generous contributions from listeners like you. Our show was produced by Mr. Java Chapman. Our call screener today was Abram Nanny for Pam Pipus. Jeff Sammons, and I'm Jason Klein. Stay tuned for more local programs on MPB and join us next Wednesday at 9 for Fix It 101 only on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.